Stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome, listeners, to your Monday episode of Old Time Radio Starlings Straight from the Clock Archives. Remastered and brought to your lovely ears. Today I bring you The One-Eyed Cat, a story that denotes the saying, things are not as they first appear, and especially so for the caretaker Miss Garth. For you see, listeners, in this episode, we will learn two things. The insidious nature of some people and their unquenchable thirst for money, and that cats, at least in this series of The Clock, lead to people tumbling, spine first. Yikes. Mates, lastly, I have some awesome news. I've got a brand new L Grey Enforcer, and that, my friends, is Chris Mohler. Mate, welcome. It's such a pleasure to have your support. This lovely person sent me such a sweet email to find out how to support me, and that put a smile on my face for the whole week. So let us raise our glass of Earl Grey to our brand new enforcer, Chris Moller, again. Thank you for your support. Now, this particular clock episode was strangely difficult, as are most of the clock OTRs, pushing them through multiple filters as I do. But this one had a real odd low hum that I managed to slice out, but spent a good time cleaning up that and the bass. Either way, I think I've cleared it to a point where you lovelies can appreciate it. So turn off the lights, turn up the sound, and let's listen to The One-Eyed Cat, a tale of greed, misfortune, and above all, deception. Enjoy. Sunrise and sunset, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. seen a one-eyed cat. I saw one once, and its skin was the color of polished ebony. It was owned by a man named Wake, a quiet and gentle old soul who lived far out in the country. You know, people often ask me why I'm always in a hurry, why I never stop or pause. Well, Jasper Wake has never asked this question. You see, for Jasper, time stands still. Yes. Oh, I... Is Mr. Wake at home? Do you have an appointment? I have this letter he sent me. Oh, he must have back to Miller's. Please come in. Thank you. 
Your name is... Uh, Goff. Leah Goff. I'm Mrs. Wilton, the housekeeper. I suppose you know about Mr. Wake's condition. Well, not exactly. Have you had any experience with Paranetti? Yes, yes, plenty. Poor Mr. Wake has been confined to a wheelchair for over a year now. He's unable to move from the waist down. Oh, I'm so sorry. But don't sympathize with him. Now, if you come this way, it isn't his pride that makes him reject sympathy. He wants people to be cheerful when they're around him. He doesn't like to make them unhappy. I guess Mr. Wake is just about the nicest, kindest gentleman I've ever known. Just a moment, please. Mr. Wake. Yes, Mr. Wilson. It's Miss Dart, the practical nurse who answered your advertisement. Well, please show her in. This way, Miss Dart. Thank you. Good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Please sit down. Thank you. Quiet, Flora. <laughs> Cats always seem to be a little uneasy in the presence of strangers. <laughs> What's the matter with her? Why does she keep her head to one side that way, Mr. Wake? Uh, she's blind in one eye, poor thing. And it's gotten her into quite a bit of mischief, too. As you can observe, Miss Garth, I'm unable to move out of this wheelchair. Yes, Mrs. Wilton mentioned it to me. Uh, up to now, I've had a male nurse, strong young man who's been able to lift me with ease and handle me like a baby. I have a man's strength, Mr. Wake, in my arms and shoulders. <laughs> uh, Lewis has left me now. He's gotten married. And as I was casting about for a suitable substitute, I thought of hiring a woman. You see... I discovered I need more than mere physical strength in the nurse. You need companionship, Mr. Wake. Yes, that's it exactly. I know how it is to be lonely. And I know how a constant friend can make things easier. You seem to be able to read my mind, Miss Garth. Uh, I have a fairly good education, Mr. Wake. Besides, uh, I'm sensitive to my patients. Sensitive? I like to read to them and... Play for them on the piano. When I go on a case, Mr. Wake, I devote my life to it. And I'd like the chance to devote my life to you. You're an extraordinary woman. I don't want this position unless I can be sure I'm badly needed. I want you to feel that every minute of the day, every hour, my thoughts are only for your comfort. Your salary... Oh, I don't care about the salary. Hold home. Has a wonderful atmosphere. A chance to belong and be needed. That's all I ask for. <laughs> Nonsense. You'll be paid and well paid. I'm a rich man, if a helpless one. Oh, you won't be helpless any longer, Mr. Wake. I want so to help you. Oh, I I'm sorry you'll think now that I'm giving you sympathy, but it, it isn't that. You'll be giving me much more than I'll be giving you, Mr. Wake. I need someone to depend on me, or I can't exist. And I need someone to depend on. I think we'll get along very well, Miss Garth. I'm sure we will, Mr. Wade. Oh, 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 Laura. <laughs> Mrs. Wilton. Oh, yes, Miss Garth. 
Have you been hired? I have. Oh, I'm so glad. It'll be nice having another woman around the house. Up to now, it's just been Mr. Wake and me since Lois left. Oh, I'd better fill you in on the routine. Mr. Wake dines at seven, while you and I will eat at six, and that gives us time. I dine at seven myself, Mrs. Wilton. Oh, I see. Well, I suppose I can change my hour. There'll be no need for that. What? Mr. Wake and I will dine together. You'll eat by yourself, as usual. Oh, you, you have a beautiful garden, Mr. Wake. And you seem to know a great deal about flowers, uh, Miss Garth. I've always loved delicate and gentle things. Yes, you're a gentle person, a very gentle person, and I'm glad you're here. Mrs. Wilton? Uh, what is it, darling? I left my shoes in the hall this morning. Did you see them? Yes. Then why weren't they polished? Miss Garth. I think it's about time you and I came to an understanding. I'm neither a bootblack nor a chambermaid. Since you came to this house three weeks ago, you've done nothing but order me around. And I'm getting just a little tired of oh, it. you. <coughs> Perhaps that will put you in your place. Oh, oh I won't stand for that. I'll go to Rick. That's what I... Oh, what? Oh, my arm. You're breaking it. Oh, please. I could wrench your arm out of its socket with a twist of my hand, Mrs. Wilson. I assure you that if you annoy me again, I'll do just that. Oh, please let me go. My shoes are still in the hall. I want them polished within the hour. Do you understand? Easily, please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I've brought your milk, Mr. Wayne. You're very sweet to think of it, Miss Garth. Now you finish it. Come on, every job. It's good for you. <laughs> that seems to be your only concern. The things that are good for me. Uh -huh. Have you been uh, happy since I've come? These past two months have been wonderful. I've never known anyone as kind or as self-sacrificing as you. And I've never felt so contented. Oh. I, I want you to know, sir, that... Well, it isn't because you pay me. Of course not. I would never suggest such a thing. It's just that, like you have no one else, and I have no one else, we seem to give each other a great deal of strength and understanding. You've even made me forget my affliction. <laughs> even though Flora here keeps reminding me of it. You seem to have such a great affection for that cat, Mr. Wake. You keep her on your lap almost all the time. Poor Flora is rather handicapped with one eye, and she has a habit of running between people's legs when they walk. Uh, I hold her on my lap to keep her out of mischief. You see, she's already caused her quota of trouble with me. With you? A little over a year ago, as I was walking across my room, Flora ran between my feet. I, I tripped and broke my back. You mean she... Caused your paralysis? Oh, uh, indirectly, uh, yes. And you still keep her? It wasn't Flora's fault that she couldn't see too well. Besides, I have a great capacity for pity and forgiveness, uh, as you do, Miss Scott. Mr. Wake. Oh, uh, what is it, Mrs. Wilton? I've been trying to see you alone for quite a while now. But Miss Garth hasn't given me the chance. 
I'm afraid I don't understand, Mrs. Wilton. Why are you so nervous, Mrs. Wilton? Uh, what's the trouble? Mr. Wake, I... I'm leaving. Leaving? You mean leaving my employ? Yes. But why? What... I refuse to stay here with... With that woman. Are you referring to Miss Dark? I'm sorry that I can't give you notice. I'm going tonight. But if you want to know the reason, I'll tell it to you. Alone. In the library. What is all this, Miss Garth? Oh, Mr. Waker. I'm so sorry it had to come up this way. I didn't want to tell you because I, I knew how fond you are of Miss, Mrs. Wilton. Well, I was almost sure she'd never, never do it again. Do what again? Steal from you. No. I, I prayed that I wouldn't have to tell you. What has she stolen? How do you know this? That picture of your dead wife was in a solid gold frame. If you remember, Mrs. Wilton told you the picture was missing, that it had been misplaced. Well, she stole that picture. For the frame. I can't believe it. She's stolen several other things. Your tie pin, your diamond cufflinks. Oh, you thought you'd lost them, but I knew. Mrs. Wilton realizes that I know, and she's trying to brazen it out. She hopes that you'll get rid of me instead. But, but Harriet Wilton was a trusted friend. How the could she... The she stole, Mr. Wake, in her room. I'm sorry to have to do it this way, but your security means more to me than sentiment. And I'm going to prove what I say right now. I'll go to her room. I would like to speak to you alone, Mr. Wake. There'll be no need for an explanation, Mrs. Wilton. What do you mean? I found these in your room. I don't understand. Because of the many years of faithful service you've given me in the past, I won't inform the police. I want you to take your fate and leave this house immediately. She made this up. She did this just to get rid of Mrs. me. Mrs. Wilton. I want you to leave now, without any further discussion. Very well, Mr. Wake. But heaven help you when you're all alone with her. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Garth. Oh, that's all right, Mr. Wake. I've forgiven her, as you have for everything. I'll hire the housekeeper in the morning. That won't be necessary. No... You won't need anyone else from now on, Mr. Wayne. Suddenly. A cat has nine lives, according to the experts. And the four-legged creatures can afford a risk or two. But man has only one, and when he finds that one in jeopardy, each minute becomes more precious than the next, and each hour is spent in staving off his doom. I'm afraid I've become a little worried, Miss Garth. Worried? About what? I, I just hadn't heard from anyone in so long. I used to receive an occasional visit from my friends in the city, but now I... Aren't you lonely, Mr. Wade? With me? Oh, it's not that, Leah. Leah? Oh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, please. I, I've been wanting you to call me Nina ever since I came. Well, uh, you sent those letters I wrote. Yesterday. I don't know why the others never answered. Perhaps your friends don't want to be bothered. Well, how do you mean? No one is feared by an invalid. And 
An invalid? You've never referred to me that way before. I just want you to know, Jasper, that I'm the only one you can depend on. I'm the only one in the world who really loves you. Leah. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I've been holding that back for so long, I shouldn't have said Leah, you've been a good friend to me and a great help, but uh, I don't want you to go too far in your own imagination. You don't share my affection? I admire you greatly, and there's nothing in the world I wouldn't do for you. But love, well, I'm afraid I'm just a little too old for that sort of thing. I see. Uh, please don't be hurt. Oh, no, no, I, I think I understand. Do you know, I've just had an idea. I think we'll have a little party this weekend. A party? I'll invite some friends, old cronies. It's really been rather dull around the house in the last few weeks, and I feel the need of a little company. <laughs> Male company, I mean. No reflection from you, my dear. But you've written to your friends, and they haven't answered. Oh, lazy cousin. But I'll fool them. I'll call them personally. <laughs> it's odd I didn't think of that before. Uh, may I have that phone, please? Very well. Let's see. Uh, I'll call my attorney first. An excellent fellow, John Hanley. You'll like him. Tommy? Operator doesn't answer. Hello? Hello? Jasper. Yeah? The phone is out of order. Out of order? Since when? It's been out of order for quite a while now. Why didn't you mention it to me? I didn't think it was necessary. Not necessary. To be without a phone all the way out here? Why, it's our only communication with the outside world. I know. What do you mean, you know? I don't want you to communicate with anyone, Jasper. I want you all to myself. Don't you think you're... Being a bit silly, Leah. Just you and I. This lonely house. It's all I've ever wanted, Jasper. Now, look here. Let's stop this nonsense and get the phone fixed. Come along. We'll take the car and drive into town. We'll get a phone mechanic up here in no time at all. What did I do with my car keys? I have them, Jasper. Oh, well, uh... Leah. Yes? Did you say you mailed those letters I wrote yesterday? Yes. Then what are they doing in my desk? I was going to destroy them after I'd read them. I haven't had the chance to yet. But it doesn't matter. Oh, never mind the letters. If you're taking me into town right now. No, Jasper. I demand that you drive me in, Leah. You're never leaving here, Jasper. And neither am I. <laughs> I'll prepare your dinner. What is it? Why, you haven't finished your dinner, Jasper. I'm not hungry. You've hardly eaten in the past few days. That isn't nice. Leah, for heaven's sake, tell me what this is all about. Why are you keeping me a prisoner here? What have I done to deserve this? I love you, Jasper. I don't believe it. I was hoping one day we'd marry. You must be out of your mind. Do you think for one second that I'd marry you? Is that your game? Are you after my money? Frankly, Jasper, you're making it more difficult for me. I warn you, Leah. I love you so, but you won't reciprocate. Well, perhaps you'll do something else. 
That's you'll sign this paper for me. What's printed on that paper? Your will. And you leave everything to me. My will? Now, I know you're crazy. Jasper. Do you think I can't see through your hideous scheme? Do you think I'm a child? Why, you... You may be fiend enough to kill me if I sign that paper. And I'll kill you, Jasper. If you don't... Time moves on relentlessly for Jasper Wake. Like all of us, he cannot stop it, regardless of what the next few minutes hold for him. Where are you taking me, Leah? We're going for a walk in the garden. I hate the garden. I hate everything in it. Why, Jasper? Because I love it so. You'll live and die in this house, Leah, before you get me to sign that will. Oh, you're so stubborn, Jasper. You'll see how stubborn I can be after a while. I don't intend to wait much longer. No? As a matter of fact, I'm giving you just 24 hours to make up your mind. And if I refuse? You won't refuse, Jasper. We'll see about that. Tomorrow at 6, you'll sign that will. Never. Wait a minute. Stop this chair. I intended to stop. Right here. So, as a last cheap trick, you've destroyed my garden, too. I haven't destroyed it, Jasper. You've been digging holes in it. Just one pitch was all I dug. Look at it closely, Jasper. It's long and it's deep. How does it remind you of? No, no. Yes, Jasper. And I dug it just for you. Don't you intend to eat lunch, Jasper? Get out and leave me alone. Oh, and you're so irritable today. Don't play that fussy little beast out. Keep away from her, Leah. It's sweet that cat as if it was human. Compared to you, it is human. You know, I feel sorry for Thor. Do you? It's unfair to allow a cat like that to suffer. If you did lay one finger on Thor. <laughs> one finger would be enough to take care of its other eye. <laughs> you're not a woman. You're a female horror. Get out of my sight. Get out and leave me alone. It's two o'clock, Jasper. The will is on your desk. I'll be back at six with a fountain pen. Jasper? You're right on time, aren't you? Have you made up your mind? Suppose I sign. Then what? I'll be your devoted slave. As I've always been. For how long? The rest of your life. Do you see what I've placed on that table, Jasper? It's a bottle of chloroform. A few drops on this wad of cotton and you're finished. Do you want this cotton across your face? Will you let me live if I sign that will? A bargain is a bargain. Give me the pen. You're very sweet, Jeff. Flora, Flora, come back. Never mind the cap. There's your paper. Thank you, Jeff. You're, you're going? Not just yet. 
What are you doing with that bottle? I told you I'd be your devoted slave for the rest of your life. I neglected to mention how short a time that would be. Yeah. I know. You're going to kill me anyway. I thought you might have one shred of pity. But you haven't. Goodbye, Jasper. Leah. And thanks for everything. Mr. Wake! Mr. Wake, open up! Break the door down, Sheriff. I know something's happened to him. Mr. Wake! Here, Mrs. Wilson. Oh, are you okay? Mrs. Wilton here said somebody might be trying to murder you for you. Uh-uh. I've been trying to get you on the phone, Mr. Wake, for days. Then I noticed you never came into town anymore. I'm uh, quite all right, Mrs. Wilton. Uh, that woman. Where is she? She's wanted by the police. Yes. You were right about her, Mrs. Wilton. Quite right. Where is she? Did she get out? No, she's in the next room, Sheriff. In the next But room. there's no hurry. She tripped over Flora here when she tried to kill me. She can't escape. She can't even move. She's paralyzed. And that is the story of Jasper Wake as recorded by the clock. Leah's punishment was well befitting of her crime. A coincidence? Her accident, you mean? Well, now, really, life mirrors a great number of even stranger things. And I happen to know that lightning can strike twice in the same place. I'll prove it to you sometime. If you'll join me in my perch high above that skyscraper I like to cling to. The lofty building near Madison Square. You can see the entire city from that crow's nest and there's nothing more dramatic in the storm. So join me there some evening, and the two of us can pass a little time. The clock will be heard again next week, same time, same station. The clock is directed by John Saul, a Grace Gibson radio production. Well, listeners, what do you think of the malicious intruder into the Jasper home? Looks like Miss Garth have been planning this for quite some time. Finding her new target, removing all those that could defend or support him, turning his target against the very people who would in the end attempt to save him. When she first became aggressive towards the housekeeper, I had an inkling that this could be heading down the path of extortion, manipulation, or even blackmail. And when Miss Garth doubled down on the love bombing and just drooled over Jasper, wanting his attention and money, it was pretty clear what her goal was at that point. What I found really smart about this narrative was that our protagonist, at no point, had a means to defend himself. Zero. Normally, you'd expect these kind of stories to have her poison herself through trickery by the protagonist of the tale, with Jasper perhaps outsmarting her. But here we have a man who just accepted his fate. Which is quite a different turn to the all-familiar direction that I'm used to seeing. The cat, though, mates? That 
perhaps is the secondary villain to this tale. Throughout this whole episode, I was thinking, what the heck is with that cat? Could it possibly be Supernatural, the housekeeper transforming and watching them? Or could it be a guardian cat that would fight for Jasper? But nope. Luck or fate for some of you out there who believe it so, intervened and gave Miss Garth an end that would have her crippled for life. Mr. Jasper was extremely lucky, for not the very same cat that crippled him. He would have been sleeping with his rose bushes at night, with a chloroform rag still in his mouth. And of course, props to the housekeeper coming back with the cops. It just proves how far away Jasper was from civilization, and very lucky that he had someone who cared about him that much to come back, despite his behavior towards her. Very lucky indeed. Mates, I hope you enjoyed today's tale as much as I did. Now though, it's time to thank the legends that support this show. These are people who move from listening to being part of the show, supporting the podcast and pushing it to improve. Firstly, another big thank you to Chris Moller, my newest member to the Enforcer team. It's great to have you with us. It really is. And now, riding the wave of thank yous, I want to thank my own night tea titan, Maya the Magnificent, the jaw-dropping supporter that straps a jetpack to this show and presses go. Thank you so much, Maya. The clarity of these episodes are only possible thanks to your amazing support. You are bloody brilliant, mate. And I'll never forget it. And my white tea warlords, I own cows, Lee Bauer and R. Mello, the warlords that lead the charge to great stories and a delicious tea for the populace. Thank all three of you brilliant people. You make such a difference in keeping the gears of this show moving. Thank you so, so much, mates. And of course, the blood pumping through the show's veins, my Earl Grey enforcers, Chad Warren, Just Heather, Paige Marcini, Peter Raffelli, Tasha Moncrief, Christina Boyd, Divided by Zero, Dolphin and Cow, Michelangelo Yacone, Tea Time Drinker One, and our newest member, Chris Moller. Mates, all of you, every single supporter blows my mind away. The fact that you're kind enough to send some love my way in the form of dollary dues makes my day every day. Really, thank all of you. If any of you out there think that you'd like to send some dollary dues and love my way, just like these lovelies, visit my Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash SFGT, and you'll find all the tiers where you can support the show. The latest addition from my supporters is a brand new website that I've built thanks to their support. It's currently being indexed properly by Google, but once it does, people will be able to find it easily. Thank all of you for your support, and have a wonderful start to your week. As always, mates, till next we meet.